All right. Hey there. It is another episode of the Captain Lou podcast with your host, Captain Lou, and the co host, Luke. There we are. We are here. Here we are. Well, are you green? Oh, yeah, you're green. I'm, I'm green. green. Are you green? I'm green. The lavalier mics are fired on, up, <laughs> on. They're on. Don't worry about it. There's so much to discuss. We, I, I was the subject of a text barrage today from people. I was. <laughs> I barrage? was. I got a barrage of messages. I'm going to pull up some of the content right now. And Luke, I think you're going to freak when you read this. Uh-oh. I do. Um, was it the text message that thread that I was on? Don't say <laughs> any shut, names. Shut your mouth. We are not going to oh, say names oh, because yes, okay. this does not reflect well on everyone involved. Uh-oh. Um, but th- this, is, this is something that we consider worth discussing because it's exemplary. It's, oh, it's yeah. exemplary of, uh, I'm going to just download the, uh, the thread. And, you know, this is once again, it's uh, it's screen grabs. It came in from folks who know us and who are tracking our. Our rant is not unhinged. <laughs> our rant is particularly well hinged. And yeah. the pin that holds the hinge is um, we are people who have values. No, we no. do. We think that one thing is worth more than another thing from time to time. In a world of shades of gray, every now and then you prefer one to another, whether it be lighter or darker. So I get this from time to time. Folks who folks who listen um, will think of me when they read something and they'll do what everyone ought to do is they'll screen grab it. <laughs> you should i mean when you post something on social media right yeah, i like it what are what are you thinking are you thinking that are you thinking that you're entitled to um some sort of complete uh blessed anonymity no you're not anytime that i post anything on social media i am cognizant of the fact that not only i anytime i go anywhere on the internet i'm cognizant that it's not private yeah but in regard to that, I'm automatically pulling these up and I am doing a, I'm doing a, um, a conceal just for, so I have copies that are marked and concealed. Yeah. So I've got a black pen out and I am penning. There's one these. more at the bottom. Is there? Yeah. Where is it? Uh, can you move the palette down there? Nope. Get the bottom there. Comment as. Ah. I know. Oh, I oh look at that. Yeah. Okay. Good. So that one is done. <laughs> done. And then I um, I'm done. And then I go to the next one. And this next one's going to take a lot of scribbling, because. Well, anyway, let's get into what it says. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and try to, not blow it. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and try and not blow it. <laughs> But this is from a social media network. And if you're the author of this, I don't know who the author of this is now that I've scribbled out their name and I didn't pay attention in the first place because yeah. I just I was only interested in the content of it. Yeah. Um, you know, before we start. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah, before we begin. Yeah, before, that's we, before we begin, <laughs> okay. I would just like to I would just like to point out that I I don't know of another skateboard brand 
like life skateboards. True that. I think it's true. I well, I think it's true that I don't know of one. Mm. Um, life skateboards is the best skateboard brand that I know of, and there are reasons why. Because I have values. <laughs> I care about things. Yeah. And the things I care about are stuff like. I'm about don't, to say the don't, Q word. Don't say it, dude. Quality is to me uh, ever. Uh, this is so lost because skateboarders <laughs> have head soup. They don't care, dude. They have misty minds when it comes to quality. I really do. Um, dear skateboarding friends, you have been lied to, manipulated, and brainwashed. Hmm. Um, whatever the corporation factory machine makes they will brainwash you to like it yeah and i'm not like that yeah. and i never have been i was very unhappy with the way skateboards were made for very many years and i sought out products that fit the way i liked my boards and i've talked about that before i like them i like them strong yeah i can flip something that's heavy i just want to know it won't snap when i land on it yeah and not that I do a lot of flips. I've seen it. It's happened. It's happened. I almost landed a kickflip the other day. I did one try. Yeah. And almost made it. Yeah. Back See? foot land. That's what I'm saying. It was you, a back foot Your land. back was turned and I didn't even go, Luke, Luke. Dude, dang it, I'm dude. Not, I, I know I like, you like, I, you know not, I like that crap. I'm not seven years old. Well. So, quality. Yeah. The other thing I like about life skateboards that you just don't find with a skateboard brand is the people who make it are named sam and casper yeah i know them they know me and they know their customers i also like that there are a limited number made per month there's a there's a ceiling on how many can be made and it's about 200. Hmm. they could do 500 but 200 is a sweet spot right now they could do 500 they'd be working a, a solid 40 hour week and who wants that <laughs> who, who wants who want they'd have to Dude, they'd have to quit their day job for 500 500 boards a week is 125 a week divided into like six working days i don't know i can't do the math i was able to turn like alone, a week alone i was able to turn 100 a week really not even full-time work that's a lot i'm 36 hours of work solid work yeah. being done 36 okay. hours a week i could turn over 100 boards a week that's a lot it was not a problem okay it was not yeah 50 boards a month was in the black sure and i did i i i kept it at 50. yeah i would not advertise not do stuff to keep it at 50 when sure. i wasn't seeing I was very picky about the kind of growth I had. Yeah. So when I got like a 45 board order from a five branch mall shop um, and, and they wanted to push me down in price, yeah. you know, I just said, no, yeah. I'm not going to do 27, 30 boards a month right. for you guys and have, you know, the changing of terms, you know, like yeah, all that right. stuff. They yeah. were very corporate. They They were very corporate. And I was critiqued forever doing business with them in the first place because the core shops did know that douchey corporate <laughs> stuff is lame. That's where the core shops were right. Um, <laughs> the problem is that the core shops couldn't recognize douchey corporate garbage 
that they sold yeah for what it was right i mean they're perfectly happy to sell the kind of stuff in this in this this pick here which i hope that the original poster doesn't uh, get mad we're sharing it but here's what it says Go ahead. life skateboards though seriously um www.lifeskateboardsingular.com <laughs> go on there look at what's going on learn about life skateboards and grab grab some some of the good wood yeah seriously heard a huge snap yesterday while warming up 17 days on this board the picture is of a primitive deck I keep track of my ollies because I'm trying to get better at them. I automatically like this poster because yeah, they sound like an older guy. Yeah, good for them, dude. Trying to get better. I like it. Just over 200 ollies plus around the same amount in flip tricks on this deck. I guess it means I'm skating a lot. I can't afford two boards a month. Pull up pink primitive boards. Let's see what they cost. Yeah, let's do it. I'm conflicted because I love uh, the feel of this deck. <laughs> it's got a little more concave to it, but 17 days is pretty quick to get a death blow. Boy, do I have good news for this guy. Life skateboards. Now, the reason I focus so hard on life skateboards is because life skateboards started up making, it started long before me, but it was a skate shop in a park. Yeah. And then he started pressing decks just about the same time I did. And we were we were brothers in pressing decks together in the early days. And now and he asked if I would be a rep and a rider for him yeah. and Luke as well. And we're really happy with this arrangement. But the, the other reason uh, I'm I'm so behind life skateboards is because life skateboards is one of the very few. Maker based brands that actually can make 500 boards a month yeah it's kind of and amazing has actually built out an amazing workshop just south of east southeast of indianapolis yeah um their new shop their new workshop is there and it is astoundingly well put together yeah and um it's oh it's it's super good yeah um there are makers out there who I love. They have my affection. They have my respect mm. for what they're doing. They've pioneered a wave, but they're not doing business. Yeah. They're not. They're not. There are other makers who have gone the volume direction and are OEMing and pulling, pulling in larger orders off of, you know, brands, and they're becoming uh, second-tier servants to the brands. And I don't like that. That does. That's not a reason that I like them. I do like them as people, and I do appreciate and respect the craft that they have. But that's a pathway to destruction. <laughs> it is, no, yeah, because you wind up making lower margins on per unit that right. you put out. Yeah. So your pressure becomes to go higher volume because you're on lower margins, right. and it just begins to to cycle down no it's yeah circling no, the it circles the drain the drain There's, yeah, it circles right. the bowl right and some number of years after oem original equipment manufacturing arrangements are made they find themselves caught between the high volumes they need and the low margins that they chose yeah. five years before xyz yeah. so my my strong admonition to board makers is don't do that right price your stuff yep and 
keep the margin straight. And if that means you can only sell 10 units a month, then build your business on 10 units a month and yep. strategize how to sell more than 10 units at that price. Do you need to raise your quality? Do you need to change something about your personality? Maybe your character. <laughs> Maybe you're a snake in the grass and you don't treat people well. Maybe you don't tell the truth. Maybe you take credit for things that other people did and it makes you look bad. I've seen all these things going on among the makers, but not life skateboards. Yeah. A third reason I love life skateboards is because I personally know both of those guys and I've had fights with them. Some of them public. <laughs> I have. Yeah. And the friendship and the goodwill that I've had with them has endured through the rigors <clears> of <throat> some pretty spicy stuff. And I love it. Yeah. I love it. That means more to me than always getting along. Yeah. And um, I'm, I'm humbled to be part of Life Skateboards. If Life Skateboards ever ceased to exist, I would start making boards again. But I can't see another board maker out there that I would say yes to, to put our podcast and, uh, and my name and all this, yeah. all this yardage of beard behind. Yes. Yeah. Um, that said, I would love it if there were 10 more out there, a hundred more out there, but right now life skateboards are the ones who are doing it right. So back to our correspondence, 17 days is I'm pretty conflicted because I love the feel of this deck. It's got a little more concave to it, but 17 days is pretty quick to get a death blow. So this is the post. Yes. And he's got a circle on the picture around uh he's got a circle around a crack that has formed um that is a, a leaf tear the grip is coming off uh right at the bolt there that is an internal delamination that has now gone external yeah the glue gave way between the plies and the board is toast all right so i don't know what this dear one weighs um i do pick up that this is a male so this is a man who wrote this. I got that much. And um, very, very happy to know that. I, I figure he might be heavy. Most of us, after we get older, I perceive that this person is older. Um, that's interesting. I don't know. Because they talk like an adult. They're talking yeah, like an adult. Yeah, who, there is some of that. Who Absolutely. cares about... The, they're talking like an adult who cares about their, um, their uh, budget. Yeah. They're, they're speaking like an adult does. Hit this guy up there. No, oh, no, that's really the, quick. the page it's on. Okay, let's push that over there. We're good, we're good, we're good. That's kind of sick. Done. Your iPad's yeah. done. Yeah, it's a BA iPad Pro. I could do so much more with it. The the boards themselves, after a quick Google search, appear to be anywhere from like 55 to up to 75, 80, depending if you I see 89. I see 80, 89. Oh, 89 for a complete. Is a complete off of like CCS. $89 primitive complete. Yeah. That's not great. <clears throat> I think these are just like garbage. That's for kids. Yeah, total garbage. Poison F-U-C-K render pink. Poison F-V-C-K. Yeah. Poison FVCK. That's not positive. North American Maple Primitive. Oh, yeah. there it is. North American <laughs> Maple. Yes, dude. That means that's how you spell full of crap. Yeah, right. All right. So F O S. So here we are. Guy writes trucks snapping the tail. That's one comment. Yeah. It's like the tail end of it. That's yeah. not a great comment. That's fine. Uh, 17 days isn't too bad. 
It happens. Sometimes it's just landing wrong. Sometimes it's defect. Not often, but sometimes. I have been through T-H-R-E-W. close to 700 boards and probably broke around half of them. My worst month, I believe, was like six or seven boards that month alone. Granted, we were filming for something, so we were going a little hard. But I know each one was either landing to nose or tail heavy, or just catching it wrong and stomping the landing. I wouldn't let it sway you from a brand or board you like. But if you are worried, I would say stick to the pro models from a company and not the regular team boards. All right, I'm going to start from the back. And, I'm going to start from the back and move toward the front on this one. If you are buying a board off the wall of a shop and you're buying a pro model and you think that you're getting any difference in quality from the garbage that is the skate shop branded deck, mm -hmm. you're wrong. You are buying the same exact laminate product and if it's labeled that it's a special quality product i can guarantee you from experience probably not <laughs> probably not it wouldn't lie i in my experience i bought a specially branded specialty deck that was laid up for better durability and made for older guys and like that and when i finally talked to the company and finally talked to the person who designed the concave designed the layup that board had been put together in a far-flung foreign factory by people who didn't care that it was supposed to get the full thickness plies and that it was supposed to have the deeper concave. They didn't care. When they laid it up, they sent it to shape and cut it in the wider shape without the thicker plies and without the deeper concave because they can't care because they're in a volume production game. Right. If you want real guarantee. Now, I was offered a replacement for that board and I turned them down because now I'm good, man. <laughs> I, you're going to, what you mean a replacement from the same far flung foreign high volume factory production? Are you going to go there and make sure they put the right wood together for it? They don't care. So there, there's the, uh, the tail end of it. Now, um, this one, this dear one has been through close to through. Mm -hmm. T-H-R-E-W. Yeah. Close to 700 boards and probably broke about half of them. You definitely don't let it sway you. Defect. <laughs> could, be, could, be a de could be defect. Sometimes it's just defect. As for landing it wrong. Hey, look, man, if you're jumping down stuff and you go with a board that's laid up in all 1 16th, mm -hmm. you know, and you're on a, you're on a real properly rolled glue i'm not talking about the all of the guys who buy glue rolling machines i love you you're blowing it mm. that the hand rolled glue laid up in the light so you know the bead is good you're not having to finagle the settings and make four boards with gaps or with too thin or too thick right oh my gosh it's just it's not brain science surgery rockets <laughs> brain science it's not it's not rocket surgery it's not, rocket it's not surgery. but it's important yeah absolutely when we're talking about this for sure dude well wait till we get to the next comment i know i know i know, I know. all right the next so, one was my favorite one <laughs> the entire debacle here 
No, dear ones, you can jump down stuff onto something that's been properly laid up with proper cure times, proper press times, proper glue application, and you will see a huge difference. Absolutely. If you don't and your board fails, you can see a huge difference in who picks up the phone and how much they yeah. really care. Yeah. This whole thing's going to be a commercial. I know, dude. I don't mind it. Yeah, it's fine. All right. I'm going to I'm going to let let go of that one before <laughs> I'm even done with it because talk about blaming the customer. Yeah, right. Right. You must have landed wrong. He didn't go too hard on that. Yeah. The next con the next one is maybe a little too intellectual for even our show. <laughs> dude, I love it so much. Dude. It does use all caps. <laughs> dude, it's so funny. <laughs> The comment, the comment is <laughs> by Skate Mafia. It's one of the funniest comments I've ever seen, dude. Like no punctuation, all caps. Well, it's dude. not a long sentence. There's it's not so a lot to do funny, there. Dude. It's not oh, bad. dude, it's so funny. I love it. We're oh, just going to pass on that one. There's just, there's just, I don't know if dude, anyone. I want a t-shirt with just that, like this screen clip on it. Dude. I don't. I don't know if anyone oh. at, I don't know if anyone <laughs> at Skate Mafia actually oh. knows anything about the quality oh. of seven ply maple laminate products and the differences and distinctions oh. between different processes for concave and things like that. That's so funny, dude. All right. Next comment. <laughs> the pros go oh. the pros go through two decks a month minimum. So this guy knows the pros. Yeah, he, he, he knows. Especially when you get more confident and skate every day. Confident. So when... Pro I, I know. When I was at my peak... He, he peaked. I, this, this thread is washed up old dudes like me. Yeah. <laughs> when I was at my peak, I was happy to get three weeks out of a deck. Yo. The chocolate pop secret was my longest lasting deck three months. Dang, dog. Well, somebody called Ben DeGross because we've got an expert stop, here. Stop, dude. <laughs> Poor Ben. Giving him what for? All right. Now we're on to another one. And I just I just am going to hit edit and I'm going to pull up my magic marker to uh, just get the names out of here because I think it's important. Yeah, absolutely. Um, because I might read them. <laughs> I don't even want to know who these people are because I just <laughs> want it to be a complete I want it to be a complete surprise when they come after me. <laughs> yeah. When, when I'm getting ganged up in Ideally. the alleyway. When it's finally alleyway time. <laughs> yeah, I just I, I don't want to know who they are. Yeah. The next time the next time that somebody gives me what for. Um all right, so the next one one more says, is there? Yeah, right here. Oh, yeah. Thanks, bro. dude. Really quick, while you're doing that, I got on Skate Mafia's website and hit About Us, and it's just a blank page. It just says, <laughs> <laughs> "The comment is so good, dude." Oh, I just feel better, dude. Oh, okay. Don't ask why. <laughs> just buy just, Skate Mafia. Just do it, dude. I I think it's <sighs> uh, it's uh, it's sad, hilarious. Um, just need to learn landing bolts. That's one. You're landing incorrectly if you're snapping your board on ollies. And this guy... The, and then our, our OP. I'm very gonna, kind. I'm going to write OP. Our OP is a sweet person. He seems like a nice dude. OP writes, I know 
I can't land everyone, Bolt. Yeah, good for him, He's dude. A Me sweet neither, dude. dude. Me neither. Right? Then someone, this one must be an Aussie. He says, 17 days is, is good out of a deck mate. Two exclamation points. Two exclamation points. And that's honestly, that's positive. I feel good about it. It's got to be an Aussie because I, I already so. have a, I feel the warmth of the sun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait, <laughs> wait till you start advancing. You might go through one or two a session. I'd be so bombed. Oh, you there's another more, name. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to take there. this yeah, name out right. of there. <laughs> there we go. So, so that, that's, that was just my, I woke up this morning and got into my day and these came across the plate sometime. <laughs> it put you into a fit of rage, as I recall. Um, <laughs> I'm rubbing my eyes. I that's love a, it. I love it when Lou goes into a fit of rage. And by a fit of rage, we mean he <laughs> rubbed, like he sorrow. rubbed his eyes. He rubbed his eyes and thought about the decline <laughs> of Western civilization. Yeah, that's all it is. You just play the violin. I did. Yeah, I did. Um. So oh, really? I, I did that for Seth. I sent that one to my son. Oh, that's a good one, dude. Yeah, well, he like gave that. me this sweet ring. It's a Grim Reaper. It's a Grim Reaper skull ring. Dude. He gave it to me. Gosh. He bought it for me. And I, you know, I'm not really into ghouls and Grim Reapers, but he kind of is. Yeah. He's, he's been watching horror movies. He really? He me. Yeah. You better he's, quit, dude. I love him. I, I dearly love him. You know, this, so it, there is a legitimacy, I think, to the question, is, are pro models better than just team, you know, off the wall, regular Fords? And it well, is important for people I to would, understand yeah. that it's not. And I think a lot of people get confused because... No, no just really, let's really... No. Yeah, the answer is They're no. They're not. They're not different. And But the reason that people think that, from my perspective, is that they'll get a deck that'll last forever and maybe it feels really good, probably because you got used to it. And it'll last for two months. You're like, oh, man, this is awesome. I'm always going to buy this. And then you buy another one, and it's crap, you know? And so you, I, I bet people feel really confused about that experience. But No, they usually don't. They usually, my, my, yeah, yeah, go ahead. my uh, what, what perception, I've seen with that, my yeah. perception of it is, yeah. no, they don't feel confused at all. They just keep banging their head against the wall. that they always snap. And they'll keep saying that the boards are awesome. Even when they they had one, you know what it was. You know why it lasted. That one board you had from that one brand that one time. You know why it lasted, because the bell rang and everyone went home and, and it got, got left, left in, in the, the press. press. And so right. even though the glue was probably applied with a machine that didn't care about anything, you know, <laughs> on an assembly line of people who can't care about anything, that board was probably trapped in the press for an overnight pressing and that's what you got you got a board that actually yeah. got more than six to 20 minutes right in the press right all of your chop chop wood shop dewindle science boards do that Shit. big rodney mullen to do about how great the chop chop wood shop was back right. in the 2000s and how china has our best in mind and that's where the best this and that is <laughs> yeah. and i there were holes in that you could drive a mac truck through if you know if you know about how the process works yeah but all, all of those boards were six minute glue yeah and they were they were hit with rf they were microwaved and run out in six minutes and people swear by almost impact 
and sure. you know like that and no that stuff's garbage and right. these kids from like you get some kid from like the country who's like oh i swear by i swear by cliche i swear <laughs> by it they're the best decks right. i'm like well you're swearing by 200 other brands right. and shop decks and everything right. and they're not it's always funny to me when somebody's like, oh, I love real decks. And then somebody's like, oh, I love anti-hero decks. And I'm like, they're the same thing. Maybe they, they probably use different concaves on some of their stuff, but it really is the same wood. And you're kind of just like rolling the die every time on what you're going to get. But that explains, because I do think that there is some scratching of the head out there happening when people get a you know the exact same deck that they just gated for four same, months same heat sticker yeah same heat sticker on this piece of wood and they think oh i'm getting the exact same thing you're not they're going to be they have a tendency to be really different and most of them are garbage and then sometimes you get one that's you know needle in the haystack and you get a really good one yep. probably exactly right because it's left in the press overnight it's a happy rang. it's a happy accident yeah you know roll of the dice right situation that happens right. i mean but you can tell through this common thread that people are not people are do not understand that or know you know they and the like generalized gaslighting of like well you should have just landed bolts you know like well oh, dude i man i'm a pretty good skater i don't i'm almost never land bolts it's really hard to do i, I don't have 30 hours a week to go skateboard every day i'm trying to go skate because i want to have fun so be sick if my gear uh doesn't just destroy itself every time i don't land bolts and thankfully it doesn't because i ride a live skateboard and it, it's up to the task so i it i found this entire thing fascinating because it's it's a look inside the the skateboarding mind you know the hive mind of skateboarding and it's pretty dark i mean i guess i should just buy skate mafia <laughs> i guess that's the upshot <laughs> yeah, i guess we I guess just, the upshot of the entire thing is I know what to do now. Just, just buy skate mafia. Just buy skate mafia. <laughs> oh, someone went by on a Harley. Oh, they're no, still going No, that by. does not sound like a Harley. That's a speed bike. Mm. Yeah, no, it's not a Harley. All right, I believe you. Um, you feel in the air. No, I could hear oh, it. I could hear it. Camera? That was an overhead cam. <laughs> I could hear it. So. Yeah, that was a fascinating little text exchange we had this well, morning. That's the kind of thing that gets me on a big rant about the decline of Western civilization. The things that are the most important to me in something like that mm -hmm. aren't really about skateboarding. Yeah. Um, uh, it, it was, I don't know if it was natural to me, if it was supernatural in me, but I don't believe them. Yeah. I do not, by default, believe that these brands have what's good in mind for us. I watched the, I, especially in the eighties, I watched as ev everything that was getting made out of vision, um, Schmidt sticks and vision and like that. They were very, very low quality decks. And the reason it wasn't supernatural, it was completely practical. The reason was because I was a scroungy, scroungy second string little brother of the cool guy generation um skateboard kid right born on the cusp of the 90s sure. you know it came into skateboarding on 1985 yeah so by the time it was 1990 you didn't have ramps didn't have stuff and would have to drive for a half an hour right and be driven for a half an hour by someone else be dropped off and spend my weekend scrounging around behind monroe muffler shop for a chance to hit the bank to wall that was back there right and not get chased out and not right. get in trouble 
and I, I did, I did very poorly at becoming an awesome skateboarder. I did, did get kind of good, sure, but it was more because I was being driven mad by the circumstances. One circumstance that I wouldn't abide as a kid was my deck breaking. Yeah, this is like a full session ruiner. A uh, full session, full, like full, week, full weekend. Month. Yeah, full right. weekend You're ruiner. Done right. Because how am I going to get? To the skate shop and back then decks were 62 dollars yeah they're the same price they are now yeah but the thing is that 62 dollars back then was like a hundred bucks yeah that's full on absolutely and, you know i hit a certain age i think i was 15 and i started to work with a carpenter and that guy shucked off 120 bucks a day sure to pay me like he just Jeez. shucked it off his wad and handed it to me. That's insane. As he cracked right? open a beer, beer and yeah. drove and me drove, home. Yeah, drove you, <laughs> you home. Know? Right there it is. Jim. Yeah. Yeah. He was a black belt in the karate school I was in. So we were both in karate school, but he was cracking cracking hella beers yeah, while he drove. He would he would just uh cereal drink <laughs> as he drove me home Total. and i was a half an hour out he was dude. willing to drive me home dude and i was like wow that's kind of him and also so, really gnarly i have a real chip on my shoulder because i i experienced vision products and i experienced what brad dorfman brings to the table i experienced <laughs> what paul schmidt brings to the table they're high volume yeah they have lots of hype yeah they have lots of money yeah to throw into making everything look good right but uh, I care about the what happens in the streets on it. And I have watched again and again and again as brands like what I used to do and brands like Life Skateboards, when they get to the end of their life and they've been beat to heck, yeah. they'll crack. Yeah. And then they'll last for two straight, three straight days of skating with a crack in them. They Dude. just don't give up. And yes. then finally the guy, he'll have another deck as backup, ready to put it on. And he'll start doing frontside disasters, full power. Until I've seen just, this multiple yeah, times right. until it breaks and it won't break. Yeah. And he'll wind up retiring it. I've watched this numerous times with my work. Yeah. They wind up retiring it with the crack after yep. the disaster challenge and they <laughs> still have it as a backup. And then they hang it on the wall because it reminds them there is something in skateboarding that's way better sure. than what you're used to and way more worth your money, your time, your attention and your loyalty. Yeah. This loyalty to things like skate mafia is misplaced. These people don't have your best in mind. And again, that's more about Western civilization. And speaking of the decline of Western civilization, <laughs> yeah. why don't you read? Uh, we actually got an email. Yeah, this one's great, by the way. And um, and again, we don't we don't reveal who sent yeah, no. these emails. Nope. If you want us to say who you are, then you we we you kind of have to tell us. Yeah. Because we want to hide, we want to anonymize. So can I say this name because it's. Can I say that? Yeah, you, okay. you can. Right. You can. They they put a name at the bottom, but obviously it's a pseudonym. It's a pseudonym. Here we All go. Right. Ready? Go hey, Captain Lou and Lowly Luke. I like it, dude. It should say Lovely Luke. Aw. Especially with the uh, the context. Lovely. Oh, dude, stop, dude. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. Dude, in parentheses, please read this on the podcast. It's okay, happening. so here we're doing it. We're reading yeah. your email on the podcast. Your dreams have come true. I want to start out by saying how much I appreciate you guys and the space you're creating on the platforms you're on. I really look up to y'all as a young guy. <laughs> I 
I've been wondering for some time about homosexuality and gayness and if it's moral. So my question is, how did you guys get so gay? <laughs> I mean, Luke, I get. Come on, dude. <laughs> he's got that twink death otter vibe, and it's clear he's a super gay. But Lou, I'm confounded. Is it a Samson situation with the beard? Like the longer it gets, the gayer you'll become? Or is your gayness the product of using your bidet on high too much? Thanks again for all you do. Lou Sassel. That's S-A-S-S-L-E. Well, dude. in response to Lou Sassel. <laughs> yeah. So fuck, dude. <laughs> so that's the kind of email we got. And I like it. I do too. I like it. I think dude. it's really fun. That's awesome. All right. Let's dissect the content of this email. Gosh, dude. I'd like to start by saying how much I appreciate you guys and the space you're creating on the platforms you're on. I really look up to you as a young guy. Y'all, as a young guy. Southern, obviously Southern. Southern. So uh, we're, uh, I, I didn't consider us to be space creators. I didn't know that either. Um, Perhaps we are. Maybe we're, maybe we're space invaders. <laughs> I like that better. Dude. It's, it's it vibes with my Atari <laughs> roots, man. You weren't even there. I was not. Um, so, all right. So great. Uh, we appreciate that you appreciate us. We also appreciate the space we've created. That's yeah. great. Um, I would add to that. We're actually kind of awesome, and we should be very proud. Yeah. All right. Go, moving on. I've been wondering for some time about homosexuality and gayness and if it's moral. Um, is there a difference between homosexuality and gayness? Is that, is it even cool to say gayness now? I don't know. I, I think, I think that Lou Sassel is cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he, he appears to be cool. He appears to be very cool. Yeah. He's probably I mean, on the cutting edge. Of he what's appreciates cool us. Cool. Yeah. So we're good. If it's moral. No, it's not. It depends on your worldview. Yes, it does. It yeah. depends on your worldview. If you're asking me whether I think it's moral, no, I don't. Um, I think that, that it's not moral. Uh, so my question is, how did you guys get so gay? <laughs> this is like such a, it's beautiful, It's dude. great. I'm trying to straight face this, but I mean, Luke, I get, he's got that twink death otter vibe what does that mean dude? Uh, yeah. i don't like it I, dude no don't <laughs> i dude i, I want to look it up so bad dude uh, what is twink death um you should uh just uh, go to urban dictionary uh, urban dictionary yeah urban outfitters there you go twink death. i dude i'm terrified to look this up right now oh boy used to my work I, I know that Twink is what like a punk used to be back in the 1800s. When a Twink <laughs> turns 30 and they're looked at as by dead by the rest of the gay community. Oh, so you're at the end of being a boy toy. Oh, I see. For the gay community. Typically at a young age is shown later in life as particularly ugly. Okay. So that's when somebody goes from being a, 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 a punked out boy into being a, wow, there's a, a lot gay going or on. a feminine man or yeah. a young man regarded as an object of homosexual desire, usually a bottom. Oh my gosh. gosh. I do understand really? that. This is extreme. This is took us, took us, down, <laughs> wow. took us to, it took us here. So uh, an otter, you know that this is not going to be good. Okay. 
a gay man who is very hairy all over his body, but is smaller in frame and weighs considerably less than a bear. So it was a slim, <laughs> a slim, hairy yeah. person. Would hey, be mom, can you come pick me up? <laughs> <laughs> Twink. Dude. They, they categorized you as Twink Death Otter. Oh. They have to be involved in higher education. Yeah. yeah. Gosh, dude. Anybody with a college degree, you're out. And it's clear he's a super gay. So let's see. Super. I'm confounded. But Lou, I'm confounded. Well, that's because. Well, first of all, I'd like to address something. Um, the the declaration I am gay. Clip that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make sure you clip that, dog. Um, I. I don't <laughs> the reels we're about to receive. I yes. also yes. Oh. Um, I don't. I I don't think that people are gay. I know. I know that there's all kinds of TikToks that are being made and all sorts of very, very sure things. But I just I don't think people are gay. I think that our erotic desires and our disposition toward the satisfaction of them they move around. And I don't see them as being set. Mm. I don't. I, I mean, just living this long and all this. Somebody's going to come at me with oh, some dear, study or something so like that. Pissed, I know. We actually, the hypothalamus will I change think, shape. I think it's much, much more common that people, people's desires and things like that change over the period of their lives. And people will experience things or like that. Oh, someone says, what if a kid... What if a person wanted gay sex from the time they were four years old or they thought that men were beautiful and this and that? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> Did someone email you? Have you created a space that's appreciated? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is our space. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I've known people who, I know someone who killed themselves. Yeah. Because they, they had homosexual desire and the the community they lived in would have vilified them and and destroyed them and they killed themselves and i don't think that those desires are defining identity level characteristics yeah um i have a lot of desires that are not good desires for me and I have a lot of desires that are good desires for me. And I follow through on a fair number on each side of that spectrum. <laughs> Depending on the day. I do. Yeah. I am not reliably one thing or another. And that, you know, the good I see that I should do, I don't do it. Yeah. The bad things that I don't want to do, so often I do them. Absolutely. Far more often than I'd like to go into detail about. <laughs> But, yeah. uh, you know, I don't know. I don't think there's a sin in the Ten Commandments or the Scripture that I haven't done in body or in heart yeah. again and again. And I'm talking about this week. Yeah. I, you know, so, and I believe in sin. I do. I believe that sin is a thing. I believe that. I do. And, and that, you know, I know that. I, I anticipate that that is a problem for some of our listeners. Yeah. But again, 
we created this space and it's appreciated. <laughs> it's appreciated. This is an appreciated space. Yeah. That people appreciate that we've created. Even as a young guy, he appreciates it. So. Y'all. <laughs> so I think that if a person is thinking like they think, well, I, I'm really into, I'm really, I really feel a strong desire to have sex with people of the same sexual activity, erotic expression, erotic <clears throat> pleasure with people of the same gender or uh, whatever. I don't even Sex. know. I don't what, yeah. Well, I don't I'm trying that. to speak in terms that, that fit with the generation, but the generation that I'm speaking to has put in strong labor for like 40 years to make sure that no terms work. Right. So it's always easy to be disqualified on the basis of postmodern word wrangling. <laughs> You know, yeah, right. right? But I'm, yeah. but I, I am a theistic moralist. Yeah. I'm a Judeo-Christian moralist. Mm. Um, I believe that there are things that I want that are bad, not only for me, but for the pleasure of my Creator. Yeah, I feel that I am beholden to my Creator to constrain my life with varying degrees of result to constrain my life in an effort to give my members, my body, to the path of righteousness. Mm. Now, the way I said that, yeah. I just feel like someone heard that and they said, oh, are you saying you're perfect? Come on, man. You say no one's perfect, Lou. I did not make an argument about my perfection. Yeah. I think the entire thing I did was I couched my son, that whole thing in that I, you know, I have desires that are good, that are bad, and it's like wrangling cats every day. Yeah, absolutely. And there are plenty of days I can't keep it on the right path. And what I know is that in my heart, what I really want, I want to live a life that pleases the one who made me and who redeemed me in at, at the cross. And... So that's where I'm at. So is homosexuality moral? Well, if you're talking about the activity of homosexual erotic pleasure, mm. indulging in those pleasures is not moral in our space. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate that they appreciate our space. Me too. But I know that our space would not be considered safe. Yeah. Yeah. That's the kind of difficult, I think that's the difficult, it's one of the more difficult things when you talk about this subject because people, my opinion, have conflated <clears throat> what they, their sexuality and the way that that manifests in their life with who they are as a person in a really strong way. And it, so when you tell a person, oh, I don't think that that's moral, I, my worldview, you know, sees that in a different way than you do it. I, I think some people feel like you're rejecting them. In, in their entirety, which isn't the case. It, but it's a super tender subject for people. Our sexuality is by design fragile and should be cherished and taken care of. And and to reveal something so vulnerable about yourself to another person and to feel like they're saying, oh, no, I disagree with you in this area can be really challenging. And it gets muddy really, really quick, especially inside of the culture that we're in right now, um, which... Much yeah, I reject. It I think that we all are living during a time where there's a lot of pressure on us to 
approve of yeah. things around this topic. Right. And I think it would be great if we could kind of pry a couple of things apart from each other that are kind of kind of conflated. Yeah. Yeah. Um I I think that people misunderstand the message about God sure. that is put forth in the scripture. Um, God is voicing in the scriptures of the Jews and the Christians. God is clearly voicing strong disapproval hmm. of practices. Yeah. We're discussing sexual practices, but um, he also greed. Yeah, greed is in the same exact punch list in a couple of different books, Colossians and Ephesians. And, yeah, and you know, so let's not think we're just talking. There's a lot of disapproval shown from heaven hmm. to people on earth uh, over several things that we are all tempted to do and do. Right, and do it, do. it really puts us in a bind because. We're sinful. We're filled with a desire to do sinful things, mm -hmm. according to the scriptures. Yeah, and that pickle you wind up in puts you <laughs> puts you in the market for a savior yeah. and for for forgiveness, forgiveness that could never come through the law yeah. of uh, the Old Testament yeah. has arrived in the person of the Messiah Jesus. Yeah, and this is a big deal. It's yeah. a big big deal, and it's worth our attention. Because if Jesus really did come according to the scripture, and if Jesus really did rise according to the scripture, and if these things are so, mm -hmm. now if they're not so, then Luke and I are idiots for idiots. wasting our lives trying to be tied back yeah. and restrained from just going for whatever we want to do in our life. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Right. But if these things are so, then we are doing fine to try to be constrained by these things. So um, this conflation is, God is expressing disapproval toward many different practices that are common in the nations of the world. Yep. But he's also expressing affection. Hmm. He's expressing value to us. You can hear it in John 3.16. It's a very well-known, you know, at yeah. football games, you'll see the sign. <laughs> yeah, right. God, yeah. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son. That whoever believes, trusts, relies upon him will not perish, but have everlasting life. And there are more verses in that little section there that are worth taking into account. Um, you know, that section of John chapter 3, verse 16 is a real good start on that. But um, in, in that section, John 3, 16... Oh, that's 13. <laughs> Look, oh, this is weird in this I translation. Know it, did, it didn't read that way. <laughs> no, this is a good translation. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Now listen to what happens in verse 17. Mm -hmm. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. And Luke and I are a couple of guys who are, we're coming, we're coming through Jesus. He's our only hope of rescue for the guilt of the ways in which we've done the things that destroy us, but also that displease the God who made us. Yeah. 
And his pleasure is kind of a big deal. Yeah. He's very righteous and he's very pure. And he really does require these things. Yeah. I didn't ask to be born, but this is the way it happened. <laughs> now, this is very interesting because in, yeah. in verse 18 of John chapter 3, it says, He who believes in him is not condemned. Hmm. It's at this point that I, I imagine myself wrapping my arms around the ankles of Jesus. <laughs> right. And just holding on for <laughs> yeah. dear life. Yeah. You know, yeah. whoever, he who believes in him is not condemned, but he who does not believe is condemned already. This is where it gets good for me because, because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten son of God. And this is the condemnation that the light has come into the world and men loved darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. The only way I can wrap my arms around the ankles of Jesus is by admitting that my deeds were evil, but I still want to come into the light. Mm. I still want him. Jesus comes. He tells me my deeds are evil. We've got a choice there. And one choice is I can say, well, I don't like your words. And I don't like what you said to me because I require approval right. from you, Jesus, right. from you, God. Right. I require approval of the way I want to live. That's what this generation is kind of doing. Right. This generation says, well, this is how I want to live. I want to live by my desires. I want to live by what my peers and my generation tell me right. is my identity. But here's God coming in and ruining everything by telling me, no, you are made by me for my pleasure. And I created you live this way. Don't live that way. And then I'm like, I want to live this way and not that way, but I'm really used to living that way. I'm going to need some help. Yeah. And he says, I forgive you and I will work with you. I will work in you. I will work beyond you. I will forgive you and I will be patient with you and I will bring you along. It says he gathers his lambs in his arms and I'm like a lamb gathered into his arms. You mm. know, that's the relationship that I'm being given with God through Jesus is like a lost lamb. I've been brought back and every day. I mean, some days I fall flat on my face, look at something bad on the internet and you know how all that is. And, and that's the, that's the one that's easiest to identify, but we're talking shit on someone else. And I don't mean talking about the industry. I mean, <laughs> complaining against someone and just yeah. hating them like Cain hated Abel. Right. You know, yeah. I honestly think that it might be a more grave sin than something I did on the internet. Absolutely. I, I, they're both very serious, but there's also six others I'm not even noticing that he's <laughs> yeah, forgiving right. me for. Yeah, right. You know, right. there's a lock, stock and barrel forgiveness in Jesus and I'm stuck there. And I, I make it my aspiration in life to live, to please him, even though I fail to, I continue to push forward to please him and so i i can't say i am gay that's mm -hmm. not my identity i yeah. can't say that in that way of like i am gay right um i can say i am loved mm -hmm. i am beloved i am valued by the god who loved the world so much that he gave his only son there i can find a place to be mm -hmm. that i can live in but i can't find a place to be where because i mean honestly 
you know, people get into all kinds of highfalutin arguments about all sorts of stuff like this. Yeah. They'll argue this and they'll argue that. And, 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 you know, they'll, they'll argue against celibacy before marriage. They'll argue against temperance and turning away from pornography and masturbation and living a self-controlled life and getting your sexuality under self-control. And these are all things that the scripture directly lifts on. They'll argue against constraining the consumption of sexual pleasure yeah. to the, the bond of intimacy within a committed marriage. I mean, these are all things that are, they're, they're stock standard issue from the way that used to be called the way before yeah. it was called Christianity, right? Before they were Christians, they were called followers of the way. Capital W. Capital W. Yeah. I was musing on that today because I read about Paul. Oh, uh, he was uh, mm. he was brought up before Felix, the oh, Roman yes. governor, you know, yeah. like guy and, and all this stuff. And yeah. Felix was married to a, a, a Jewish, a Jewess. OK. And Drusilla. And she came in and she listened and Paul freaked him out. And <laughs> yeah, Felix, he, they, he hadn't done anything wrong. Yeah. But Felix kept him there for two years because he was, he was hoping he was. No, he was hoping that he was hoping that Paul would offer him money. Oh, so he could let him go. And yeah. then he then he let him go. Right. And Felix got freaked out when Paul explained it to Drusilla because yeah. he explained it to her full bore according yeah. to the scriptures. Yeah. And he was talking about self-control. This is in Acts chapter, I think it's 24. It's part of my readings today. And I was not like, when I say my readings, I think you might get the wrong impression. I really... <laughs> I struggle with, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, it was. After some days, 24-24, when Felix came with his wife, Drusilla, who was Jewish, he sent for Paul and heard him concerning the faith in Christ. Now, he re as, as Paul reasoned about righteousness, self-control, and the judgment to come, Felix was afraid and answered, go away for now. When I have a convenient time, I will call for you. Meanwhile, he also hoped that money would be given to him by Paul so that he might release him. Therefore, he sent for him more often and conversed with him. But after two years, Porcius Festus succeeded Felix, and Felix, wanting to do the Jews a favor, left Paul bound. Mm. Um, this, this thing, I didn't mention the judgment to come, and I did mention self-control. I think it behooves us to cover something. I think I'm going to stand before God one day. And I think that I have no hope under his scrutiny outside of his forgiveness in Jesus Christ. Yeah. That's all I have. And someone would say, well, then why try to be moral at all? There it is. Yep. And I would say, because his pleasure is important to me. Yeah. And because with all that he's done for me, I, I want to at least try want to at least try there's nothing i have that he needs right there's nothing i could do that would surprise him yeah but i love him yeah i'm grateful and people who love and are grateful behave a certain way about it right and so it's kind of a life project to give up my own way and to try to take on his and everyone can see it on full display that i'm relatively at times i'm quite poor at that and other, other times not yeah um I don't know. That's it's that's the way it's working out. But I know that we all will stand before God in judgment. And you see from John chapter three, the judgment is already on us. Yeah, right. 
The judgment is already on us and Jesus is the way out of it. Hmm. So that's why yeah. um, I know that we may seem really gay. <laughs> um, I, Especially I me, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, I, uh, yeah, I don't know what it, what did he say? What did, what he did said, he literally say? said, Lou, I'm, I mean, I'm Luke, confounded. I get. Luke, I get, is it a Samson situation where the beard the longer gets, the gayer you'll become? <laughs> So I love this email very much because yeah. of the sense of humor that's yeah, in it and I like it. because it's a great foil for us to talk about something that really matters. And I, I don't know if what we just said is enough to get us booted off platforms, but if so, well, catch you later yeah, right. it's for, been good, for what it was worth. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. but uh, this is the way that, that I think about these things yeah. and I appreciate that it's not the common wisdom of our day yeah and i also anticipate that this may develop into a reason why i could be hated and driven out of polite polite society it's not very polite, polite. To, yeah, uh, you're not very polite. but i wanted to put a, a wedge in between um approval mm -hmm. and affection yeah because you know people were saying to me that last this week i had someone who was talking to me and they're like I've watched you over the years and you have, you just, you love people from all walks of life. And they were mentioning how many, how many are gay and trans people that they've watched me love and sure. I don't judge them. And that is, I don't condemn them, you yeah. know, and like that. And then they told me, they're like, that's been a great model to me to see that you accept people where they are. Sure. And I was listening to it and I thought, I want to say something. As a confessing follower of the way, mm. I wanted to be clear to my listeners that I can't approve of behavior that is against what I aspire to. Yeah, like um, think is right and wrong. If yeah. somebody if somebody goes around punching people in the back of the head with a bike lock over political differences, Bro. I don't approve of that. Yeah, that no. that happened a yeah, while yeah, back, yeah. you right, know. Right. And I don't approve of that. Yeah. I don't accept that. That's damaging and bad. Now someone say, "Do you see gayness that way?" Right. Come on, man. I I don't I don't right. I don't know. I haven't I haven't been able to think about this clearly enough to answer that like a. I know that Ben Shapiro or the conservatives could right. throw out a like sharp rebuttal of right. this or that. But I'm like, no, my father doesn't like that. Yeah. I know that my father yeah. doesn't like that. Right. My father doesn't like it when we, um, when we live after the lusts and desires of our own appetites of our flesh outside of his covenant boundaries yeah. i know he doesn't yeah absolutely and yeah. so someone will say well then do you hate gay people no because yeah. my father loves everyone yeah and they said what about gay people and i would almost think i don't think that my father knows any gay people i think he just sees people sure now a person might insist that they be related to a fundamentally according to their preference of erotic pleasure mm -hmm. I don't think that my father really wants to relate to them according to just that. Sure. I think he knows their name. Yeah. And I think that he loves them. Mm. And I'm not even sure 
if he got down to the list of things that he wanted to work in with them, sure, I'm not even sure that might be his first thing he gets to. We'll have to wait until he does. Right. And I we'll guess have we'll to see. Ask right. them to tell their story. Sure. So if you're like me and you got your life interrupted by the love of God in the Messiah Jesus and became a follower of the way, I'd love to hear your story. Yeah. And I'd love to hear how our Father worked in you. Mm -hmm. But for me, I kind of have to ask out of all the heady arguments about <laughs> genetics and things yeah. that I just, I can't, right. I can't, uh, I can't come away from those things thinking I know something. I just know that, that God loves us Yeah, and he has a way. Yeah. And that way is in the script. It's, it's in the scripture, but it's not lived out by the scripture. It's lived out in the spirit hmm. it's a living way that you have with him as you follow and read and and as you digest the message that you find in scripture you begin to encounter him in your real life so hmm. if you get interrupted by such a love as this let us know we'd like to yeah. hear oh, and if that. if this enrages you or makes you want us <laughs> to not exist yeah um we are not making exculpatory apologies <laughs> we do not feel that having said these things makes us guilty of anything yeah we are making explicatory apologies that's from the greek word apologia mm. which means saying the reasons and evidences for it mm. we have reasons for it and we've come to trust that this is the way and we've tried to put blood in the sand and footprints on the beach yeah, right. in following it. Right. Um, you'll see a few full body prints along my pathway, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. where I've just bodied. Yeah, right. Right. The thing yeah. is, if you're walking with <clears throat> if you're walking with a God who loves you like this, and you just body. Yeah. You just body. Um, he doesn't make you go all the way back to the beginning. He picks you up from where you're at. And you just put your hand in his and you just keep walking. Hmm. I want to share from Philippians. There's a, an interesting little passage. Ephesians, Philippians, something. See, I think it's in chapter two, but probably isn't. It says, uh, no, it's four. Is it? Probably not. It's fine. It's fine. No, it's three. Yeah, it's just average amount. It's probably three. Yeah, it is. Listen to this. This is from Philippians three. It says, "It says." Um, I'm going to read this, and I don't know, dear listeners, whether this will hit you, hit you crisp. But this is a guy talking in a letter. He's talking in a letter, and he says to his his listeners, readers, he says, "But what things were gained to me, these I have counted loss." for Christ. You know, the things I used to, I used to wake up in the morning and just want more porn, yeah. you know, and now I want to run away from it because it's loss for my walk with Christ. That's kind of, I don't think he was like that, but, um, probably was, <laughs> but what things were gained to me, these I've counted loss for Christ. Yet indeed, I also count all things loss for the excellence of the knowledge of Christ Jesus, my Lord for whom I have suffered the loss of all things. Well, I haven't suffered the loss of all things. I still have Harleys and still have stuff. Yeah. But I will say that um, 
I count all things loss for the excellence of knowing Jesus. And I mean that I would happily lose my aspirations to be promiscuous. And I would happily lose my aspirations to be filthy rich and have nothing but pleasure. I would lose my aspirations to gain power and control over people. These are all things within me. Um, My sex drive, my greed, my anger, my self-entitlement, these grinding dynamics within me Mm. that are so transparently evident to people who get to know me. These things are all things that... I would be happy to lose to know Jesus um, in Minecraft. (laughs) But then he says this here, he counts them as rubbish that I may gain Christ and be found by him in him. This is at the judgment to be found in him, not having my own righteousness, which is from obeying the law, but from, but that which is through trusting in Christ. The righteousness which is from God by faith, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings being conformed to his death. This is deep. I know for folks who haven't encountered this love and haven't haven't been acquainted with the way, that does not sound good. <laughs> let me let me just drive this home. Jesus said, if anyone wants to be my disciple, let him deny himself daily, take up his cross and follow me. This, I get it. Uh, Any form of Christianity that you see that offers you wealth and health and happiness and satisfied appetite is not what these scriptures are doing. It just isn't. There's a lot of that too. In fact, some of them might be mad at me right now. (laughs) Come at me, bro. But he says, yeah. And then he says in verse 12, and I love this because this, this is like, yeah, this is it. not that I have already attained or am already perfected, but I press on that I may lay hold of that for which Christ Jesus has also laid hold of me. Mm-hmm. I want to grab the thing that Jesus grabbed me so I could grab. <laughs> I like it. Jesus grabbed a hold of me so that I could get something and he wants me to get it. So I'm not already there, but I'm on the way and I want to lay hold of that. He says, brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended or attained it. But one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead, I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. And this entire thing is couched in an understanding that there will be a day of reckoning, judgment, vengeance, and vindication that will come to every soul of man. And Paul is talking about that day, that losing anything, everything is fine and worth it to come out okay on that day that's what is going on there and this is why i don't identify as gay or straight or it's not because of where i lay on this on the spectrum of of gratification right is i don't because there is an identification that i have in god there's a way that i'm following 
that has nothing to do with my private parts, <laughs> TP or bunghole or anything. Right. It has everything to do with the love of God and the opportunity for me to start anew with him every moment. Yeah. To walk with him, even if I body, get up <laughs> and walk with him and to follow the way. So, and I, I'm so happy that this passage is in the scripture because the older I get and the longer I walk in the way, the more I see, like, I'm like, wow, this, this craving and sin nature and desire for control and good stuff, it just seems never to end in me. Yeah. It does. It, I'm not getting better. <laughs> I'm not, but, but what is happening in me is I am discovering more and more deeply how loved I am mm. and how much I matter to him. There's another place and I'll, I'll actually go to Romans chapter five, which oh. also was in my reading today. Golly, dude. Um, I've been really, I've been struggling with my faith. And one of the things I do when I'm struggling with my faith, I've been very displeased about giving up this world. I have. I've been very disappointed. I, I want nice things, and I want I want people to be nice to me, and I want I want you know I want <laughs> niceness. I want good things, and I'm seeing things around me falling apart. Yeah, and I see a high likelihood that very difficult times could come, and it makes me sad because even if I get a nice life, I have a grandkid now. And uh, so I was, so I, I was reading in uh, Romans and it says this thing, it says in Romans five, six, it says, for when we were still without strength in due time, Christ died for the ungodly. Yeah. He didn't die for the good ones. He <laughs> died for the bad ones. I don't know how a Christian professing Christian can be self-righteous with yeah. a scripture like this in the Bible. Yeah. For the ungodly, for scarcely for a righteous man will one die. Yet perhaps for a good man, someone would even dare to die. But God demonstrates his own love toward us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Much more than having now been justified by his blood, we shall be saved from wrath through him yeah. for if verse 10 for if when we were enemies we were reconciled to god through the death of his son much more having been reconciled we shall be saved by his life and not only that but we also rejoice in god through our lord jesus christ through whom we now we have now received the reconciliation I haven't attained these things, Philippians 3. I'm not yet perfect, Philippians 3. But even when I was his enemy, he loved me and gave himself up for me so that I could have this reconciliation in which I stand. And when I envision that, I'm not standing. I'm bodied. My, my, I bodied and my, and my <laughs> arms are around the ankles of Jesus. He is my only hope by uh, and i'm happy for it yeah. someone once accused me they said man your jesus trip is just a crutch and i said no it's not dude it's a freaking stretcher 
<laughs> it's way worse, bro. No. <laughs> uh, I mean, I I was dead and yeah. now I'm alive. Right. And I might not always be well. Yeah. But I'm alive and one day I will see him and he will know me and I will know him. And until then, even though I haven't seen him, I love him. Yeah. So, yeah, you want to talk about gayness and we wind up talking about this. I know. Yeah. Now talk to me about how greedy we are. Uh, yeah. We're dumb. We're trying to do everything and we're probably going to do half of it. <laughs> and it's worth nothing the whole time. It's fine. At least we're not bored. We're a little... I, I'm kind of bored right now. <laughs> kind of, I feel intimidated by all the things. Yeah, I mean, and that's okay. Again, I just this is such a hot topic, and I think it really needs to be dissected. I, I enjoy the way that you just spoke about it because we, you, there's just some ideas that have to be separated, and even the idea of morality has to be understood to some extent. You know, the, what somebody thinks is good and evil is going to be different than the way that we think things are good and evil, and that's directly dependent upon your worldview. So. It's so important to understand these things. That's why, as an American, I think everybody should have the ability to pretty much do whatever they want, as long as it doesn't impede on another person's ability to do that, and we keep kids safe. But as a Christian, absolutely, I think homosexuality is immoral, and because it doesn't please God. I want to please God I, so bad. I want to please Him. Yeah, and someone might ask me, like, do you think having homosexual desires is immoral? Yeah. Yes, hmm. I do. I have all kinds of immoral desires in myself. But why are you asking me? Um, the, I get it. You have to ask. <laughs> yeah, you have I, to know, ask I saw someone. the beard. Yeah. By the way, no one asked. Right. That. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but the the yes, it is. It is entirely possible to have immoral and twisted desires. Perverted. Yeah. Perverted means twisted. Hmm. We were designed by God, male and female. Yeah. He made us that way in His image. Yeah someone says oh well this many out of that many have this condition or that condition and i know it's a broken world and things are messed up and things are difficult and hard and and i love you i love you um i know that the fact that i don't agree with a generation that is rejoicing to throw off constraint yeah might seem to them that i don't love them but that's because we've gotten we've gotten two things mixed up yeah um me god loving you and god approving of what you desire are, are two entirely different things and for as long as you require that love include approval yeah. you'll have a lot of trouble not just receiving the love of god but you'll have a lot of trouble building healthy relationships yeah because you'll only be able to feel loved by people who agree with you and approve of you yeah and um, you can't, uh, you, you're not going to find the best relationships among people who agree with you and approve of you. Mm. Um, yeah, you kind of create an echo chamber for your entire life. Well, you'll create an echo chamber for your sin nature. You yeah. create an echo chamber for things that destroy your relationship with God and things that destroy your God, by the way, his ways are not, as in First John 5, it says his commands are not burdensome. Jesus says in Matthew 11, which we discussed in the podcast before, yeah. my yoke is easy and my burden is light. These commands are actually awesome. <laughs> the, the way of Jesus is not, it does not fail to be good. Mm. And our judgment of God is twisted and perverse. When we decide that he's not good, 
because of his failure to approve or that he doesn't love us because he fails to improve our ways, yeah. you know? Right. And um, his thoughts are not like our thoughts and his ways are not like our ways. And also this whole thing is quite temporary and there is a day of reckoning coming for which we should prepare. Yeah. I, I think this has been good. This one was for sinners only. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think we might go ahead and label it for sinners only. Yeah. By the way, did you go back and reorder our episodes so that we have, we're just doing episode 86? <laughs> no, I can. Do you want me to? We accidentally did two <laughs> episode 86s. Yeah. And I thought it was almost prophetic because yeah. being 86 is right. around my area of the country, which is the death, southern Midwest here. sentence. I don't know. Are we really? Are we really Midwest here? That's what they say. Okay, we're going to use the nomenclature. We're in the southern Midwest. We're right on southern Midwest. The Mason-Dixon line is the river. No, we are. We're on the Kentucky border, bro. Yeah, but that's not like Kentucky is literally a six-minute drive from my house. It's six miles from my house. It's not okay. I call. No, you're good. I'm going to call it the southern Midwest because it is. (laughs) <laughs> because it's, I'm right. We're in the southern Dummy. boundary of the Midwest. Oh, dang, you're so right. Am I? The Mason-Dixon line is in Cincinnati. Like, we yeah. have the, the um, Underground Railroad Unofficial Museum. Unofficial extension separating three enslaved states pre-Civil War. Yeah. yeah. You're and right, you're right, you're right, you're right. So, you're right. Um, all this said, um, uh, why, why was I talking? Oh, because we're in the because if you're 86 in the Midwest. Oh yeah, being 86 was like the nightmare of all good timer skateboarders here for <laughs> decades. Like, oh, you don't want to be 86 by the skate shop mogul, right? You know? Yeah, <laughs> you know. And if you're listening, dear one, if you hear this and you're the skate shop mogul, I love you, bro. Right, bro, you should you should buy me dinner. <laughs> I I love you, and I have disapproved of your public ways and conduct. Right. But I also hope that I have, I hope I've demonstrated enough vulnerability about my own public ways and conduct. And I hope that you can see that I love you. Turn from your ways. Like, this is good advice. I might be a better friend than many yes men and unconditional approvers. Because, yeah, no, I don't. And I also don't approve of low-quality skateboard manufacturing <laughs> owning the airwaves yeah. and think everyone ought to get a life skateboard. Um, I don't like the the catchphrase, get a life. I wrote a new one. Do you remember what it was? Uh, it was, yeah, it was like, one I liked. You liked, uh, I'll I, remember it as I wrote reading the show. one, yeah. We'll pull it up it's from one of these fine. books of things I wrote. Well, all right. Look, Luke and I love you. Yeah. We care about you. We do. Don't punch out. Stay in the fight. Yeah. You matter. Yeah. And I know that we're Christians. I know that we're Christians, but we but God really loves you and we do too. Yeah. We did some skateboarding. Oh, we did, dude. We did some skateboarding the other day. And we even did some filming. And subpar. Did we heckle? Oh I felt like we did. There was heckling. Oh yeah. I had those Lou guys. Is a serial heckler. I'm a serial heckler. I heckled and heckled and heckled. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't know if it was all edifying. I it, uh, there was a couple moments where I thought, okay, our, and we crossed the line there. Oh, but we're back, and it appears that he wasn't smiling. Now he is. He being the other skateboarders in the area. I did. I I pushed the envelope on the heckling. Yeah, it's fine. I couldn't stop myself. <laughs> I I couldn't. I know. 
It was fine. If you guys find us and we were the ones heckling you and you were the ones we were heckling, we love you too. Yeah. We hope that you uh, we hope that you consider these ways and the way, capital W. Yeah, capital and, W. And uh, that you lay down some footprints and body prints in the sand along with us. It'll be fun. Come on. <laughs> it, it's going to be great. Some days. I, right now, I'm super intimidated about the motor I'm working on. I've yeah. got a Harley motor that I've been working on, and I'm just, that. I know, dude. Every time that, I put dude. myself to it, all I like, get all the panic attacks. I know, and all dude. Stuff, just you break know? it down to small pieces. You got I do. this. Use I do. your cardboard cutouts. You do. You I, got it. Dude. I did do that. Dude, I, I like it. I found a spacer. I don't know where it goes. <laughs> oh, no. I, think, I think it's for a floorboard. Okay, that's I think fine. I'm okay. That's more better than some sort of inner primary <laughs> judging, race. Judging by the by the grime uh, on it, it's from a it's from a primary. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> or right. from the from a floorboard. Yeah, from a floorboard. That's better. That's better. We love you. Yeah. Stay in the oh, fight. Hold on, really yeah. quick. A point of order. Yeah. You can support us on the Spotify now. We just figured out this freaking stripe thing on the Spotify. So I think there it is. If you're on the Spotify app, you just hit the link in the description. So stupid. It'll take you to our dashboard, and then you just hit the thing. Yep. You'll see it. And and also we should give a warm greeting to the dear ones who run the bunt because we picked on you guys and we think that you matter too. Yeah. Stay in the fight. Don't give up. Keep making the bunt. We'll keep. I'll keep. I'll keep <laughs> doing what I mocking. do. It's we fine. do. We mock you with reverence to the degree with which you're loved. Yes. And you know we're just jealous. Yeah, come on, man. We're just I wanna, jealous I of button. We want we we want to be the number one skateboarding podcast. We're never going to get there like this, and that's just fine. Hold on, keep talking. Keep talking. Keep what? Talking. What are you doing? Hold on, keep. Talking. Oh yeah, that's what I want you to do. Hold on, keep. Make talking. sure you crank the volume. Button. Hold on, let's see if we can do it. Is it not going to work? Work. Uh, everything takes forever. It's fine. It's fine. Everything all the time. Come on, do it. It's it's uh, yeah, I know. It's taken, but you have to put your lav mic next to it. Too, oh, hold you on. see, because we're we're hold on. We're, we're gonna sample it. Wow, I don't think so. No, that's no it's that's an AK 47. We're looking two. for the no, that's a minigun. I know. We want the we want the 50 caliber. <laughs> no, that's an M16, dude. No, you want the you want the fifty cal. Stop. Just stop. Oh my gosh, really? Just stop. YouTube? No. Fail. That's, that's not gonna none of those are gonna do it. I'm gonna all right boomer myself. That's right. Well, <clears throat> all right. So here's to you. Yeah. Thanks for joining us. Yeah. We greet you, salute you with the skull rings and the skull mugs. And um we hope that this has been as good for you as it was for us, or even better. Yeah. We hope better. this was better for you than it was for us. Absolutely. And uh we'll see you out there, maybe even skateboarding. I'll be skateboarding this Saturday. No, what? wait. No, no, you won't be. I thought I had it. No, I won't. I'll be doing a wedding this yeah. Saturday. The one after? Um, no. The, the one after I will be in Michigan at the grind conference. The grind. The grind. The grind. I struggle with these conferences. I know. I, I do. Know. But you always have a good time when you go. Um, my heart breaks. Yeah, well. It's true. That's good for <laughs> Just me. hit you with the yeah, well. <laughs> All right, friends, for what it's worth. Laters.